Hello, all you beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Because it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Smut Club. I'm Hannah. And I am Chelsea. And this is the show where we um, sometimes day drink. Sometimes I just drink hot tea mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. hydration is important. Yep. And we review romance novels that yep. we read. Um, some leave more to, to be desired than others. <laughs> um, but... You know, each of them are their own unique journey, and we respect that. Yep, and we are going to take you on that journey with us. Yes. Thanks for joining us on that journey, guys. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hannah, what book are we doing today? We are doing Neon Gods by Katie Roberts. Katie with two E's, right? Katie with fancy. two E's, yes. Okay. So um, I read this book a while ago, and I remember I liked it when I read it. And then on the reread, I was like, um questions so i'm really (laughs) interested to see like okay i feel like a long time ago i saw a tiktok where someone had been like i'm breaking down um like sec amount of sex in the book per author right um and like katie roberts was like by and far above like had the most sex Mm -hmm. per book um, which I do think the the downfall of that can sometimes be we do need plot to, right. to carry that. And I actually haven't read Young Gods. I've read um like the villains. I've read a few we of the villains. Too, we measures. did Desperate Measures mm-hmm. and the next one after that I'd read as well. But I, I haven't read this one actually. I think this might be the only Katie Roberts I've read. Oh, okay. Um but so I feel like I just hear everyone talk about her all the time. Yeah. Yeah. This one didn't feel as like sex heavy as others that I've read, but it still was like, the premise is awesome. And like, there's some really cool potential. So it's Hades and Persephone. We have a Hades and Persephone retelling. I love a good Greek mythology. So, but that's part of the issue is like, it's, uh, we'll just get into it. Okay. So my notes, the way that I did it, I put, Olympus breakdown at the top because in the first chapter, our Persephone Mm -hmm. is at a party and she's thinking about the politics and the Mm. history of Olympus. So rather than like try to put the breakdown in between the couple of plot points in the first chapter, I just broke it out so we can do that ahead of time. Bless you for your ministry. Well, it was just so confusing when I was trying to write it. I was like, so. Our Olympus breakdown is ruled by a group that they call the 13. So the 13 are essentially all the uh, gods, right, Mm -hmm. Um, of Greek mythology. However, they are not gods. They are human people. Okay. Who have these roles. Right. I see where we've shifted. Right. So there are – there is no Hades at this point. Um, So – like the belief in Olympus, it it's split between upper city and lower city. The belief in the upper city is that he's just gone and the lower city is just like 
having a great time. Nobody from the upper city ever goes there. So. Okay. So mm-hmm. he, the assumption is that Haiti, is he running the lower? He's dead. That's he's the assumption. He's dead, dead. Not just yeah. like, okay. He's sorry. dead, dead. So <clears throat> Zeus rules the 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and his role is a legacy and inherited. So. Poseidon and Hades are also inherited, which is Mm -hmm. why there's no Hades. The last Hades and his heir were killed. So Zeus and Poseidon are the only ones. The others are all either elected or appointed. Okay. So it's this weird political thing happening. So Persephone's mother is Demeter, and she was elected to the role, and her responsibility is like food and trade, essentially. Um, And it's super vicious, There's lots of discussion of, like, gossip magazines and websites. This is modern day, contemporary kind of technology. So not that different from our current political structure. Correct. It's very, like – Is it – did you get the energy that it's, like, meant to kind of be a commentary or – Maybe. I once went – um, to see a traveling Broadway production of Cinderella Ooh. and was very surprised that they had um, changed the storyline slightly mm-hmm. to be a very like to be their political or their commentary on our current political system. Right. Um, which I wasn't ready for because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to see. I know this story. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's Cinderella on Broadway, bitches. Yeah. And then I got there and I was like, oh, this is not what I expected. Like, still very pleasant, but yeah, I do feel like there's – sometimes that happens with books where you're like, right. oh, I just thought we were just going to kind of casually be reading this whatever. But there's um, the new Kristen Ashley book mm-hmm. um, in the River Rain series. Definitely, like, they have some, like, political commentary on, like, fat shaming Ooh. and the appro- – like – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, mm. it was interesting because I was not going yeah. into it looking for that or prepared for it. Right. It's very much like this idea that the ruling class celebrities, like we don't really know them. They mm-hmm. are putting on a front for whatever gain mm-hmm. um, and they don't have any privacy. And they're mm-hmm. also all out for themselves. Like they're supposed to be there for the people and whatever, but it's really about their own personal power. Um, and so Zeus has had three Hera's. So there is no current Hera. All three of his wives have died mysteriously. Hmm. Um, Seems accurate for Zeus. Correct. So now getting into the plot that we have that background. Um, So Persephone and her sister Psyche are at a party. um, And they're kind of like hiding out. They don't really want any part of any Mm. of what's going on. But their mom essentially dragged them into this life because she chose to seek power and be elected. Mm -hmm. Um, So Persephone keeps thinking about, I only have to do this for three more months because once she turns 25, she has access to her trust fund Mm. and she's planning to leave Olympus. So it's really weird though, because she's talking about, I want to go to Berkeley. I want to go to California. And it's like, where are you? Like, where where is Olympus? Like, is the rest of the world aware of Olympus? Like, is it Olympia that's no, in Washington? No. I mean the actual city, not in the book. Like, what's the name of the it, it is Olympia. Okay. In Washington. Olympia? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Cause I was like, I don't think No. That's always interesting when and you're like, 
I just kind of like in my head feel like I always end up making the city they're in like a Chicago or a Boston. <laughs> right. Like, no matter. I'm right. Like, if you're telling me you're trying to get to California, like, yeah. I don't know why, but I just always kind of end up picturing their cities somewhere throughout the Northeast. Right. I don't. What whatever, Ex- but exactly <laughs> yeah. because it's like wait a minute, like where where the hell are you? And it just gets more confusing later. But it's just casually like I'm gonna go to Berkeley for my PhD in what? Who knows? I already have my master's in what? We never find out. We so, don't like <laughs> no. So she's not working. No. Okay. Like her job is to be Demeter's daughter. Yeah. So, um. Her mom finds her and, like, grabs her and, like, drags her through the party. And she's like, what the hell is going on? But she's, like, the sunshine happy daughter. And so she, like, puts on the the front and she goes up. And um, Zeus is super creepy and, like, grabs her hand and won't let go. And is, like, an announcement to make everyone and proposes to her in front of everybody. Oh, shit. Apparently her mom made a deal with Zeus. For that, her. That her daughter could be the fourth wife to mysteriously disappear. Correct. Ew. Without telling her or talking to her or warning her or anything. And so she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because it's in front of, like, all of Olympus. The press is there. So she's like, okay. She's like, I'm going to die. And someone who's that powerful. Exactly. You're like, you can't mm-hmm. embarrass Someone that powerful. Not and they will not. It won't end well if you do. No. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Yeah. Her what? mom is brutal. I'm a I'm assuming that continues throughout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like she's starting to hyperventilate. <laughs> she's like flipping out. So her sister is like, oh hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, come with me. Ha ha ha. So they go outside and she's like, I'm going to vomit. Like, this is really, really bad. So she asks her sister to go inside and grab her purse and tell her mom that she's sick and she needs to go home. And her sister is like, we're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. She has three other sisters, but the one is the only mm-hmm. one at this party. She's like, we're going to figure this out. It's going to be okay. Like, I've got you. So she leaves her and goes inside. And then Persephone is like, I can't go home. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that if I go back in that building, I won't come back out. And she realizes, like, these oh, thoughts are extreme and not necessarily rational, but they're also not completely irrational and so she's just freaking out like in the conversation of is she catastrophizing right well maybe a little but also this situation isn't great no and your fears aren't entirely unfounded correct got it so she takes off she just books it and she's in an evening gown it's the middle of winter and in high heels and she just Books it through the With city. With no purse. No purse, no, no phone, yeah. no money. Her sister nothing. went in to get those. Yep. Okay. So she just takes off. So was there I'm like, girl, wait for your phone at least. Well, so she was like, so a lot of the like central theme here is that she's wanting to protect her sisters. Mm. So she doesn't want any blowback to come on them. So she knows if her sisters help her get away, that they will then okay. have consequences. Well, that's thoughtful. It is. Yeah. It is. We haven't thought through this plan, but we have at least yeah. considered the impact We're on a others. We're thoughtful human. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. If not 
um, thriving at self-preservation. Correct. We love our sisters. I, I can get behind that. Um, so. You'd do the same for your sisters, I think. I would. Yeah, we're pretty tight. It's true. <laughs> My sister, I would do the same for her. I think I also have a very, like, kind of like your older sister who's been married for so long that you're yeah. like, it's. I can't really imagine life without their partner because their partner has been yeah. around for so much of my life. Right. But yeah, I'd, I'd do it for her. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> just thinking like, I just officiated my sister's wedding this past weekend, my younger sister's wedding. And um, it went really well, but I was super anxious about it, but it turned out really well. Can I tell you something funny actually that happened? Please. Always. So did I tell you about how she requested a Mariah Carey quote in the you didn't, but I am 0% surprised. Yeah. So I asked what she wanted in the ceremony, and her requirements were a gardening theme, Danny DeVito, a SpongeBob the Musical quote, which she sent me, and a Mariah Carey quote of my choosing. Of your choosing? Of my choosing. Big Mariah Carey girl over here? So last Christmas, we were sitting around, and... It was totally silent, like, after dinner. <laughs> you know, everybody's just, like, digesting and minding yes. their own business. Like we're tired. We've been here for a yeah. while. We're feeling cozy. Getting we're winding hydric. down. Yeah. And they had on some, like, Christmas music station, and Mariah Carey came on, and my dad just goes, I don't care for her. Just really <laughs> quietly. <laughs> so ever since then... We just won't randomly say, I really don't care for Mariah Carey. <laughs> and so that, that was the request. <laughs> Which, if you know my dad, that's very classically my father. Did your dad catch the Mariah Carey quote? Oh, he did. Because did you say, to quote the great Mariah Carey? Literally, yes. <laughs> I said, to quote the wise and kind Mariah Carey. <laughs> after every storm if you look hard enough a rainbow will appear and then I paused and I went get it and I made eye contact with my sister's wife's brother who the whole weekend just kept going because gay over and over again <laughs> and he like thumbs up to me <laughs> get it <laughs> so you're like I managed to troll my dad and get a gay joke in there. I did. I nailed it. It was really good. But like. <laughs> also, for the record, the joke was would not be offensive to Hannah's sister who was getting married. This no, is not like a like no. making a like gay joke in poor taste. No, for the she. I, I sent her what I was going to say, including, including the get it. And pause for dramatic effect. Pause for laugh. <laughs> I sent her everything I was going to say, and she approved it. So Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had a good time. Um, but I would. I would do a lot. I would do a lot for either yeah. one of them. At my wedding, my cousin officiated it, and she had several people come up to her after saying, we were so nervous when we heard a woman was doing this, and you really <laughs> exceeded our expectations. Yeah. Well, I had people <laughs> – comment on how I did a really great job and they were really worried that I was gonna like turn it into a stand-up routine and I was like for I'm the record I'm not trying to like 
fuck up my sister's wedding. Right. I'm like, literally, I was like, I wore all black and tried to be as like non in anybody's face as possible because I didn't want it to be about Aww. me and like all of that shit, you know? And so I was like, okay, like, what do you, what do you think of me? That's not that the I- compliment you think it is. Right. Like, thank you. Yeah. I think we had really low expectations for you. Right. And you did so much better than we thought you'd do. We thought this was going to be like a Seinfeld cold open, but instead, you know, but my dad- but you did it. You actually married your sister off. Right. In a way that was both funny and moving. I'm like, oh. But my dad was like, oh, I forgot. I was going to bring paddles I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Paddles. Got questions. He was like, with numbers on them so we could hold them up <gasps> to rate you during the ceremony. Where are the napkins? I can make some now. Yes, Dad. That's the way this, the ceremony is going to go off without a hitch. Is <laughs> you rating? My big sister was like, she's actually really nervous. Can you not do that right now? Bless it. <laughs> he came over and he was like, does me messing with you help or hurt? I was like. I don't know. Just keep messing with me, you know, I guess. I I really appreciate that he me asked too. that. Me too. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, but just keep doing it because it's our norm. And I think if you stop, it would be weird. Yeah, if you stop, it'll make it. Yeah. Just don't draw attention to it. We'll get through this. <laughs> Nobody panic. Okay. Anyway. I could keep talking about that. Yeah. But. We, love, we love our sisters is yeah. the moral of the story. And so does Persephone. So- um, so like I said, she books it and she realizes that she's being followed by two men as she's like moving through the city. She's like wandering. She doesn't know where she's going. And she's like, um, this is bad. Yeah. So she's like, well, the city is not exactly like the safest ever. So she doesn't know who these guys are. They just kind of appear and are following her. So it's not like she's like, oh, those are Zeus's bodyguards. No, she doesn't just recognize them. Yeah. But they are herding her towards the river. So the river sticks that separates mm. the upper city from, from the, the lower, lower city. city. So she gets to the bridge and they are like. Pause. Question. Yeah. With the separation between the cities, mm-hmm. is it, like, one of those, like, more, like, mythical, like, there's, like, a hard step, like, where she's, like, never been to the lower city yes. before? Okay. Yeah. Which is also what's confusing because she gets to the river and she's, like, at the bridge and the guys are, like, Zeus would like a word. And then she's, like, oh, fuck. So it is his, guys. This is worse than if it was just, like, some scoundrels from the street. You know? I was hoping someone wanted to mug me and sexually assault me. Right. Now I have to have a conversation with Zeus. That would be better. So she runs or starts. Gives us perspective. Right. With like how bad she really doesn't want any part of this situation. Yes. So she runs across the bridge, which apparently you can't do unless you have specific permission. So there's some kind of magical mythical, mystical barrier that prevents people from going from the upper city to the lower city without permission. Oh, do you think if she passed through the magical barrier, it would spit her out at UC Berkeley? (laughs) If only. (laughs) No. 
she feels like her skin's being peeled off oh. like as she's going through it. Oh, she's like, this is excruciating. This is really awful. <laughs> well, now I feel bad for making jokes about it. <laughs> You're like, no, Chelsea didn't spit her out of college. She felt like she was dying. <laughs> Literally <laughs> wanted to die. So um, there are like wards or something, but it's never explained. Where did these come from? Who maintains them? How does magic exist? Nobody else in this universe has magic, so none of it is ever addressed. And the gods aren't actually gods. Correct. But there is magic. Right. I'm loving this chaos. <laughs> it, it is just very much chaotic. Um, We've had several requests for this book, and I know you'd read it before, and it's been on my uh, TBR for a while, but real hyped that we're here. <laughs> Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I really liked it the first time I read it. And I guess I just skipped over all these questions. And so when I went back to outline it, I was like, wait a minute. How does any of this work? That is something that I've actually noticed when, like, reviewing books and trying to choose what to outline. There's a lot of books that you're just like, we're, we all know we're suspending belief to read this. Right. But then upon reread, you're like, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I looked over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like most things. <laughs> like I looked over most things. So, so she's running across and there's a man standing at the end of the bridge watching her like struggle across. So now we switch to Hades' perspective. So Hades is watching her struggle across. Um, he has no idea what's going on. Doesn't know who she is. Doesn't know how she got here. Um, but he's like, I am going to take advantage of this situation. So he's just looking at her and she's like basically begging him for help. And he's like, you have to get to me, run. Like tells her to like run. And so she gets to him. She's like hobbling at this point because she lost her shoes somewhere. Her feet are all messed up. Like she's... It's been a rough night. And so he... Oh, not on the bridge. I forgot. She had a long journey to get to the bridge. Yes, yes. I thought, I was like, while her skin was being pulled Peeled from her off. body, her shoes disappeared on the bridge for a second. And then I... The I words paused. also prevent you from having shoes. <laughs> Why not? Add that. Yeah, and you're like, her feet are all messed up. And I was like, that's a weird feature. Oh, because she's been walking so long. Yeah. And had been in heels and is now barefoot walking through the city. Correct. Correct. So he, like, grabs her by the throat, right? And um, the guy's chasing her. Why did you say right? Like, you're like, he grabs her by the throat, right? And I'm like, should I assume he would grab her by the throat? Why did he grab her by the throat? Okay. Okay. So in my brain, it tracked because... (laughs) He's taking advantage of the situation. So he okay. recognizes that these are Zeus's men. He has, like, like uh, files on all the people who work for Zeus. So he recognized them, and he's like, I don't know who this chick is, but Zeus wants her, okay. so I'm going to take advantage of this. So, so not just taking advantage yeah. as far as, like, there's a pretty girl struggling towards me, but Correct. actually had some context of, like, I don't know who she is, but she's clearly – affiliated with Zeus in some regard right. and I'm going to take advantage of that. Right. That because does help. I hate Zeus. So 
That's the whole deal. So he's holding her by the throat and the guys can't cross. So we learn that there's a treaty in place that says that if Zeus or any of his people or Hades and any of his people cross the bridge, that they are declaring war on the other. And so question? Bring it. There's a treaty in place that Hades can't cross, but they all thought Hades has been dead this whole time? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, we'll get there. Okay. We will. So, she is, like, shivering all over. She's clearly very injured. It's the middle of winter. She's out here without a coat and no shoes on. She's she's a mess. Another reason why I always think these cities are in the Northeast. Right. Right. I'm like, you mean it's a balmy, like, 60? <laughs> In the winter? I read a book recently with, like, a vague city that didn't exist and then realized it was supposed to be in, like, North Florida. (laughs) And I was like, I have questions. (laughs) Of all places. Like. Yeah. Like, and not, like, on the beach. Like, not, like, not, not Panama City. Right. Not coastal. Destin. Yeah, just, like. Like. Keystone Heights in Gainesville. Like, what? Yeah, it felt like it was more like, we're outside of, like, a Gainesville or a Jacksonville kind of energy to me. And to be fair, that could have been 100% user error. Mm. Um, Because, you know me, sometimes I, like, get a little overexcited when I'm reading, and I just, like, I'll miss a detail or two. Yeah. So it could have been highlighted. You mean, like, the time that you missed that one of the twins died in Harry Potter? (laughs) That was actually exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> yes. The time in the final Harry Potter book when I missed I still a, think a very about important that. death. I still think about that. Oh, my God. Okay. So, anyway. As you should. That My sister still talks shit about that, too. How long ago did the final Harry Potter come out? And I still haven't lived this down. Okay, sorry. So he has her by the throat. Yep. And he's like, basically, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, you guys can't get over here, go away, bye. But, like, dark and sinister. So he's like, go tell your boss I've got his plaything or whatever. So he picks her up. How long is the bridge that he can shout? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to – I'll shut up now. <laughs> I'm like, there are so many other issues. We like, can't Chelsea, get stuck on the not... length of the bridge. Although I did think about it because it seems like she's on the bridge forever. But anyway. Yeah, because it, it seemed like it was this, like, long, dark, yeah. ominous bridge. And he can just shout, like, she's mine now, bitches. You know, like, right. They could hear. I guess. Maybe the wards amplify the voice like a megaphone. Who knows? Like, why not? They can do that, too. <laughs> We'll just add to Katie Roberts' plot. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> so he like puts his coat on her because she realizes she's re- he's he realizes she's really cold. Throws her over his shoulder and he's taken off. And he's like, "This might be the chance I've been waiting for because Zeus killed my parents and I've been waiting years and years and years to fuck this guy up." So. Um, he's really worried about her. Mm -hmm. She is, like, super mouthy. It's really funny. And he's like, oh, no. She's in shock. Because she's like, excuse me, do you just throw people over your shoulder? Is this just the thing that you do? Because I'm not into it. And he's like, 
she should be terrified. <laughs> why, why is she not freaking the fuck out right now? Obviously, she's in shock. <laughs> so he takes her back to his house. And Dionysus and Hermes, who are part of the 13, are in his house. So ah, okay. we learn that the 13 and some other like elite people are aware that Hades exists. Everybody else in the upper city thinks that he's just a myth and that his mm-hmm. line has died out. So um, she <laughs> – Dionysus and Hermes are like, oh, oh, so, so we're kidnapping Zeus's fiancé now. Is that what we're doing? Because they were at the party. Yeah, like they saw the whole proposal mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, also, why were they suddenly in his house? Are they all buddies? Yeah. So they oh, are like friends, friendly with him, and just show up in his house regularly and eat his food and drink his wine and just hang out. And he has like the very like broody, grouchy, oh, get out of my house. But like, obviously, like he likes them. Um, but they finally say, like, way to go, Hades. And Persephone is like, excuse me? Hey, who? What now? You're Hades? Ah! Then she freaks out? Then she freaks out. When he's so, carrying her over his shoulder. T- totally fine. But now that we know that he's the, the boogeyman of Olympus, she's not into it. So <laughs> she tries to run, and he grabs her and is like, he realizes her feet are like bloody. Like they're really, she's really injured. So back to Persephone. She's freaking out. He's cleaning up her feet and takes really sweet care of her. He's like really growly, but also very gentle. And um, he starts talking down to her about like, um, don't worry. Like I'll get you back to your fiance. You can start popping out his babies and like all this other stuff. Mm. Um. And so she – You know what happens when you assume. Yeah. She slaps him across the face is what happens. Yeah, she does. And she's like, um – she's like, I'll die first. And then she goes, I just slapped Hades. (laughs) She's like, oh, no. I made a mistake. She's like, in retrospect, maybe I felt a little too passionate in that moment. Whoops. So he just, like, lets it by, picks her up, and carries her to a bedroom. Um, and he tells her if he if she tries to escape and gets blood on his floors, that he will be forced to bring her back so she can clean them. And she's like, that's what, that's what you're worried about, your floors? And he's like, they are very nice floors, yes. <laughs> and so... That, Feels like both of them have interesting priorities here. Yeah. Well, and they're vo- both just, like, weirdly irreverent about the most random things. Yeah. Which it keeps it interesting. So there's a landline phone in the room. Mm-hmm. She's aware it's probably bugged, but she calls her sisters anyway. Um, and to tell them that she's okay. She's in the lower cities with Hades. They're freaking out. So they offer to help her. They're like, we will help you get out of Olympus. Apparently it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Because just like there are wards between the upper and lower city, there are wards preventing you from leaving Olympus. So you have to have, like, ways out. Right. Yeah. You have to have money and all, whatever. So. What? Was she ever, were her, was her mom ever going to let her go to UC Berkeley? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her mom was not aware of that plan. 
Okay, so that was just in her head. She was like, I'm going to, my I like my dream is to get out, to go right. get my PhD, to live a life outside of this place. I don't want to live like this, like with people always watching me and all this bullshit, um, all this political, like, nastiness. Um, but her sisters know, but nobody else knows. So um, they offer. They're like, we will pool our money. We will get oh, you out. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, because – that just means mom will just organize for one of you to marry Hades. Like I'm mm-hmm. not – or to marry Zeus. I mean, yeah. I'm not doing that. So um, she tells them not to get involved. And she – after the conversation, she's like, cool, cool, cool. So I have um, no money, no phone, and no plan. So – Just living with Hades these days. I'm, I'm just going to have to fucking figure it out, dude. Um, and she doesn't feel safe at all. Like she's mm-hmm. in this – stranger's house she has nothing there's nothing in the room she can really use as a weapon so she's like well there's no lock on the bathroom door or on the bedroom door but there is on the bathroom so she Mm. moves a table in front of the bedroom door and takes the comforter and like sleeps in the tub and like locks the door because she's like i don't i don't know what's gonna happen to me at this point I know because it's all like sort of kitschy until that moment where she's like, no, like I, this could be really, really bad. Well, and I think that's another like place in a lot of the books we read where like it's very easy to suspend belief. But then if you actually pause and think about Mm -hmm. truly being that character in that moment, it's like, oh. Right. Oh, this is – this is a very unsafe situation. She doesn't even have shoes. Like, she's fucked. <laughs> like In an evening gown. Right. Like. No clothes. Yeah. She has nothing. So, back to Hades. Hermes and Dionysus are still in the kitchen. Um, or they're in the kitchen in the morning when he goes down. Um, Hermes is like a super spy mm. messenger. That's her role on the 13. Um, and she hints that Persephone is not what she seems. Because Hades has seen her in the gossip magazines and stuff. And so he's like, she's just a ditzy, trust fund kid, like very shallow, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Hermes is like, I love that you think that. Like, Mm. okay. Because Hermes knows things that she really shouldn't know. So Hades takes – Is that like a magical – like or just like – is it one of the – okay. You, there's not an answer. I don't need to yeah. ask. Yeah. I mean, it's unclear. She can get into places that she shouldn't be able to get into, but mm-hmm. is she like just a super cat burglar or does she have magic? I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, is it like she's there? I'm like, do people bring her the secrets? Does she go find the secrets? I just have questions. Seems like both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, Hades goes up. What a job to have. I know. And she does, like, all the the uh, message carrying between the 13. So she knows everybody's business. Imagine being asked what your job title is. And you get to say, I'm a super secret keeper. <laughs> and that's your full-time job. I mean, like, as a therapist, kind of. Like, you know? <laughs> super Touché. secret keepers. HIPAA does make us super secret keepers. We are federally protected super secret keepers. (laughs) But we're also mandated reporters. Yeah. So we're 
We we're super keeps... secret keepers unless you're posing an imminent threat to yourself or others or know of harm being posed to a child or the elderly. Yeah. 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 With with those caveats alone, we're super secret keepers. <laughs> super super secret keepers asterisk. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he goes up to wake up Persephone and he just thinks she's really cute. Like, you know, she's all rumpled and he just thinks she's really cute. Did he did he, she come out? Did he break through the door? So he opened the door that wasn't locked and like knocked over the side table. And he was bothered that she felt that unsafe. Mm. Um, but just came across as really irritated towards her. But he was more like, Oh, I don't like that. Like, like why is she like what why doesn't she feel safe here? Yeah. Like, but he he didn't do that internally internally he was like oh i don't like that like i don't like that she didn't feel safe like what's happened to her before that like she would go to these measures and stuff but externally was just very grumbly and gruff Mm -hmm. so um she's still more mouthy about him barging into places um (laughs) and uh she makes a joke that um He's like, well, this is my house. I will go into any room that I choose to go into. And she's like, you should have some kind of consent form if that's the case. People should be made aware before they stay here. <laughs> and um, he's like, noted. <laughs> it's, it, but it is foreshadowing for other stuff. So um, Consent. Yeah. Consent being the foreshadowing. Big, big consent queen here um so he's thinking that like he doesn't feel good about using her for his revenge he's like mm. Ooh. like i actually kind of like her she's mm. cute and she's sweet and like like she's innocent and in all this i don't yeah, really want to use her yeah okay um but before he can like say anything she's like i think we can help each other because he made some like vague comments about revenge on zeus and how much he hates zeus so she's like I got you. So back to Persephone. She intentionally puts on her fake sunshine persona. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, so go ahead and use me. Go ahead and use me. Let Zeus believe that you've ruined me because – Then he won't want me. It's a purity culture thing mm-hmm. in the upper city. And um, Hades was like, that will never work. Like Zeus will know it's not true. Um, and she's like – then we'll just do it for real. Like, we won't lie. We'll just really do it. Um, And she only needs three months because she's going to get out. She's never coming back. Um, Zeus only goes for virgins or who he believes are virgins. Um, Mm. Her public persona is very pure. But Mm -hmm. she alludes to, like, she had a previous girlfriend that was, like, her best lover ever and like other mm-hmm. men are just stupid basically um so uh hades is like no it won't work because i'm not into you like i don't like you i don't want you and she's like okay and just starts thinking of alternate plans in her mind <laughs> she's like fair enough on to the next that sucks because he's kind of hot but whatever i have bigger fish to fry at this point <laughs> I really appreciate, especially with a lot of the heroines that mm-hmm. we have read, that doesn't ruin her. Yeah. Like, so many of the heroines we read are like, 
I'm just so frumpy and like yeah. one passive like I feel like a lot of the books we read even like someone will compliment someone and they're like what did they mean by that and right. she and he's like I don't like you she's like no skin off my nose on to the next yeah literally she's like basically it's one of those things where it's like so many of the heroines their self-esteem is so fragile mm-hmm. that a single half of a rejection yes. like not even an entire rejection but half of one is like the major plot point in the book um where for her she was like all right well that was one option for a plan if that's not going to work i need to think of a different plan i feel like that's megan quinn's books yes i've been on a big megan quinn kick we've talked about this i did that last year i think yeah yeah like and the series are all fun and yeah. easy but there's it's also like i think the game i've i've turned it into is Trying to figure out what minor plot point is going to be the minor inconvenience that's going to implode their relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like, it never seems to be worth the fallout in my Mm -hmm. head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they always resolve it very quickly. Yep. And I'm – that's my one – because I think Megan Quinn's books are, like, so fun and so smart and so witty. But I'm just like – Make them work for it a little, girl. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, or, like, I'm like, the, the fuck-ups just never seem big enough for the level of response. Right. But then the, like, groveling seems to be actually improportionate to the size of the fuck-up. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. really big response, but then the actual, like, I'm sorry. They're like, it's okay. I forgive you. Right. Well, that's, I've been... <laughs> I told you I found the J.S. Scott of Motorcycle Club romances I've been reading. And it's yes. the same thing. And it's the same thing every time where, like, the girl is feeling kind of insecure, but she, like, really loves him. And then one day she comes into the clubhouse and one of the club bunnies is, like, all over him. And she's like, oh, my God, I knew it. I knew he would never really want me. And then she runs away and puts herself in mortal danger. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> every time. I've read literally, like, 20 of these by this point. <laughs> Every single time. Bless it for the authors out there trying to hold down the action-adventure romance. Yeah. Because keeping it fresh when you're like, essentially, the women are always getting kidnapped. And the men are always coming to save them. Yes. Like, the details of what the kidnapping looked like. And even, like, in the last one I read, the girl ran away. But they, the whole club and all the women had trackers implanted. Just in case they get kidnapped, okay? Because they get kidnapped so often, because they have trackers they get implanted. Kidnapped so often, <laughs> so she she knows she has a tracker, but she's like, I don't want him to find me. So she somehow already had a black market frequency jammer. <laughs> And there's no, like, how did she get it? Where did she get it from? Why did she get it? I couldn't tell you. Just in her purse. She you just, never know when you'll need it. She just had it. <laughs> anyway. Yes. That's not our plot point here, thankfully. Um, so he, blah, blah, blah. She's thinking of alternatives. And then, um, 
he gets really quiet and then he's like, wait a minute. If we do this, we have to have sex in public. Um, <laughs> hard pivot. <laughs> I'm not into you like that. She's like, okay, I'll find another plan. He's like, unless we fuck in public. Literally. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she, he's like, you will belong to me in every way. This is not going to be a only when we're in public thing. This is going to be like for real, for real thing for the next three months. What? What? Like, he took, like, a a full minute to consider and was like, hold on a minute. I've had other thoughts. (laughs) If we're doing this, we're really doing it. Yes. There's no half-assing this. But (laughs) Right. But at first he was like, well, I don't know. So she's like, bet. Let's do it. Sounds Sounds great. great. Yeah. So, um... Then she's like, we got to seal it with a kiss. So they kiss. (laughs) Um, So back to Hades. He's like super into this whole kiss situation. And he's like, "Um, uh, I got to back up. (laughs) Like, oh, no. Because I really like her. That's why I said no in the first place. But she's so cute. And I really want to help her. And he's like, I could just pay for her to get out of Olympus. Like, I could just get her out. But I don't want to. Um, so, so he leaves so her. So he said no because he likes he her. He was too into her, and mm-hmm. like this just isn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I was like, well, better make these three months count. In for a penny, in for a pound. We're going for it. Um. So he leaves. He goes into his office. Um. He's talking to one of his like advisor people who essentially raised him after his parents died. Um, They were killed in a fire. I just realized pound. (laughs) You just realized pound is in, like, British money, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) I was just sitting here. I've never really thought about the saying before. And as I was just sitting here, I was like, oh, my God. It's a British pound. I want to be very clear. We haven't been drinking today. <laughs> no, unfortunately, this is entirely sober. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, the beauty of this podcast is <laughs> it really keeps me humble. <laughs> yeah. I'm Chelsea, and I do know what a blowjob is. <laughs> it is, like, something I never thought I would say before before the show. Oh, my God. You made uh, me cry. Okay. Um, for a penny and for a pound. I like that I just said, so the pound. And the look on your face, you're like, I automatically know what happened. I have no questions. Wow. <laughs> Fuck, man. I love that we're learning. I. It's just oh like I've God. literally never thought about it before. You know? It's just like, yeah. I was like... That's what I was actually ruminating. I was like, wow, you know, you don't really hear in for a penny, in for a pound that often. I was like, what a weird comparison. And then I paused a second longer and went, oh, that feels so obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I like that I'm talking about his parents being murdered. And you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Honestly, I completely missed his parents' murder. Which feels... Like a really shitty thing to say. Honestly, it's very on brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The murder. <laughs> but also, oh, the analogy. Right, right, right. 
So his parents were killed in a fire. Um, and that he believes Zeus said. We know that Zeus said it. Okay, it's not we just know. like, mm-hmm. we, it is confirmed. Zeus said it. And Hades to kill was also line. in the house, right? Um, so he is very scarred. Mm. Um, and um, it's a whole big mess. So the his advisors are trying to convince him to just, like, go ahead and give Persephone back. Like, this is a bad idea. And he's like, no, I didn't break the treaty. She ran from him. She ran to me. So he's unless like, I, she chooses I to go back. I never crossed the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Unless she chooses to go back. I'm not keeping her against her will. Can she cross back? Yes. So she can <clears throat> cross to the high city, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. with, with no problem, but going to the, the low city where Hades is, is where it will cause the physical issues. Right. Not the bloody stump feet. Right. <laughs> that was from Walker. Because she didn't, she didn't have permission from Hades to cross. So, like, Dionysus and Hermes, right, Dionysus and Hermes can cross because they have permission from Zeus, or from Hades and Zeus to go back and forth. Do you need permission from both? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's way, that's way you need You need Zeus's permission to cross to the higher city and you need Hades' permission to cross to the lower. Yes. Okay. So, um... They, he's, like, working on getting her some clothes because, obviously, she has no clothes. Mm-hmm. So um, Zeus calls while he's sitting in his office and starts making threats and demands that Hades give her back. Um, and he taunts Zeus about it. Mm-hmm. And he says um, – he's, like, taunting him. And the quote is, like uh, – you can only imagine, like, the depraved things I'll do to that tight little body. And he's like, she'd prefer to be debauched by me than anywhere near you, son. Like, he's, like, going in. But he feels really gross that he's, like, saying that about her. Mm. He's like, oh. I'm like, oh. I know we agreed that we were going to help each other out, but this. Yeah. I don't like talking about her like that. Oh. Yeah. But he doesn't anyway. So, he doesn't mind it enough to stop. Correct. He's like, oh, guilt. Mm, it'll pass. <laughs> That's a fascinating moral concept that we could delve right. into at some point as well, mm-hmm. which is not really what we do here on the show. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. One we haven't started yet, <laughs> um, although I'm sure someone else has. And you should go listen to their therapy podcast because we, or their their guilt whatever (laughs) their commentary on social mores whatever what a good word i know (laughs) i've been thinking i read it somewhere and was like mores i love a really like a good vocab word um and I also know I talk so fast, I fuck them up on a regular basis. (laughs) Where, like, as I'm saying it, I'm like, that word no longer sounds intelligent because you got it wrong. Have you watched the new Glass Onion, the Ed Norton one? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. On Netflix. I relatively new in the last year or two, right? Um, But there's a – Ed Norton, like, is always using these big words, like, getting them wrong – saying them wrong Mm -hmm. and at some point they're just like he's an idiot like 
He like he's using all these words, making people think he's smart. He doesn't know shit. He's fucking up all these words. And that's how I feel most of the time. Well, that's like Michael Scott when he's like, it's incalculable. <laughs> you know? Or like, I'm not superstitious, but I am a I little I am a little stitious. Um, that always makes me think of 10 things I hate about you. I know you can be oh, overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you just be whelmed? I think you can in Europe. <laughs> That movie is brilliant. It is. I haven't watched him forever. So years ago when I worked youth ministry, I was having a big slumber party with all of like my high school girls and I was in charge of bringing the movies. Mm. And I I brought that one with a bunch of others and they were just like, Chelsea, we should not have, like this was before streaming services, right? Right. We should not have put you in charge of the movies. (laughs) Fucking A. Um, And then like 10 minutes in, they're like, this is the best movie ever. And I'm like, thank you. We never would have seen this. And I'm like, I I know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to watch classic. that now. I need to find it somewhere. Our first dance at our wedding was Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Not Aww. not the Heath Ledger version. Right. The Lauren Hill version. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm. It, was, it was a good first dance. What was your first dance? Did we you do dance. one? I was going to say. Yeah. We didn't dance. Does Matt dance? No. Do you dance? Yeah. <laughs> How you said both of those. No. No. Yeah, I dance. (laughs) Okay. That's like the energy of our whole relationship is like Matt is the anchor and then I just cause chaos and then return. Like when you crash your car into a ditch trying to get boiled (laughs) peanuts? I No. (laughs) That wasn't the example I was thinking I showed Vance, I showed Vance a photo. I was like, oh, it looks like Hannah and Matt. Like I was just, like scrolling through Facebook and I showed him a photo of y'all and he's like, I've never seen a photo of Matt before. He's like, but he looks exactly as I pictured he would. <laughs> and I was like, I felt the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't know who, but like as soon as I saw a photo of him, I was like, oh, yep, yeah. I get it. Like this energy. Yeah. No. Makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. He let me braid his beard the other day. I've never experienced so much serotonin in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I was just, like, we were just sitting there, and I was like, baby, I want to braid your beard. And he was like, okay. Like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So I did, like, two little baby braids. <laughs> did he wear them to work? No. Okay. No, it was on the weekend. Okay. Yeah. This it made was not me really a, like, happy. win in public thing. No. It made me really happy, Would he though. go in public with the braided beard? I don't think he would care. Touche. Yeah, he might. Anywho. Um, Bless Matt. He... Amen to y'all that. Y'all are... You guys are just, like, such a good little pairing together. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, where were we? I Persephone. So, she gets dressed okay. in borrowed clothes. She goes out with Hades. Um... And then he shows up and is, like, carrying her. She's like, I can walk. And he keeps getting really frustrated with her that she's not taking better care of herself. Like, Mm. she's not eating enough. She's, like, pushing it too hard on her feet that are really injured. Mm. He's, like, he's really frustrated with her. So um, she just leans into the fact that he's going to carry her because he he's not listening. So she's like, whatever. uh, There's no point in asking to walk if you're going to keep ignoring me. Right. So, um, he takes her into 
the basement of the house to this really weird room. And she's like, mm, like uh, awkward, concerning. Is there anything in the room? It's a sex dungeon is what we find out. There we go. But he's like, it's not a sex dungeon. And Hermes is like, it's a sex dungeon. Like, it's definitely a sex dungeon. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> it's definitely a sex dungeon. Yeah, literally. <laughs> She's really funny. Um, <clears throat> so he tells her that um, when he said he, because uh, part of why he said no to the original offer was that he doesn't bargain for sex but when he takes her down there he's like well that wasn't totally true um because you know consent is really important to me so before we enter this room I need you to tell me pick a safe word so she picks pomegranate like nod to the myth right I see and um he's like harping on and on about consent and she's like Oh, consent matters, does it? Like how you carry me with consent? And he's like, this was a bad idea. And she's like, I'm just, I was just kidding. Like, I was just teasing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I won't make jokes about consent anymore. I'm sorry. So, um, they go in and, um, it's like a replica of Zeus's throne room, but a sex dungeon. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) she's like, I see what you did here. I get it. (laughs) I get it. So, Anything you're trying to work through over there? Right. Just a little bit of resentment. So um, they go in and it's empty. And she's like, where is everybody? He's like, did you think I was just going to like put you on a stage the first time we ever touch each other in front of a room full of people? Like, no, no, honey. A little bit. She literally was like, I kind of was thinking that. Yes. So... um. He goes through an extensive list of sexual kinks. And she, yes, no, maybe. Yes, no, maybe. And they, like, go through all the things. Consent matters. He, like, explains to her that at any point, pomegranate stops everything. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. This is all for her pleasure. Um, She's clearly really, really into it. And he just stays stone-faced through the whole thing. Like, he's completely unaffected. He's like, how do you feel about anal play? (laughs) And she's like, maybe. And he's like, noted. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, I'm on fire. And he's like, all right. (laughs) So they're going through it. This does seem like a very fun book. It is. It is really fun. Um, And I I appreciate the way that she goes about consent in a healthy BDSM type relationship. Mm -hmm. Because normally in these books, it's like, and suddenly he pulled out a whip. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never been so turned on in my life. And it's like, no, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Nope. 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 We shouldn't be doing that. Um, So I can't imagine. (laughs) I mean, I can. Yeah. I don't want to, right? Right. Right. That's the key. Because I'm like, if you just have open communication with your partner, mm-hmm. we can all be on the same page. Yeah. Like. Just use your words. Use your words. You know? And there are things to be like, maybe, like, I'd be willing to try it. I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't really know how I feel. Like, I feel like. My my husband and I have it. Not that I'm gonna like do a deep dive into Vance and I's sex life, <laughs> right? But I I feel like 
I really appreciate within our relationship, there's the comfort and the safety that like, if we like, I tried something and I went, yes or no? He goes, no. And I go, okay, now we know. And just like moved on. Right. But I was like, oh, like, I I can't imagine not having conversations. Right. And the so many books. There's they no just, conversations. Like, they just dive straight in. Yeah. Like. And it's concerning. Multiple partners, multiple yep. toys. Yep. With no. Nothing. You good with this? Right. You you okay? They're just like I We're think it's really hot, in. and right. you're like, oh, okay. Like this is this is another ask. way we're suspending belief. Like okay, yes. one thousand percent. That is another okay. way of suspending belief. In, yeah. in a lot of these books, I heard. I was listening to another podcast a while back, and I heard the host was like, "So some research has come out recently that women who have sex with men." Um, have the least satisfying sex life and 80% say that they do not have orgasms regularly. And the, the co-host goes, that shit is dark. Are straight women okay? <laughs> it's like a gay man who's like, are straight women okay? So concerned. A lot of them aren't. He's like, why are we having conversations about this? Why doesn't everyone know? It's like, well... The pleasure of women doesn't matter, so... It, yeah, the pleasure of women doesn't matter, and there just needs to be more open conversation. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was having a conversation with someone who, um, heterosexual relationship, and I was talking to the male partner, and they were feeling some, like, not, like, shame or guilt, but just the, they were noting their, um, their partner initiated sex more often and they were like kind of internalizing that about like mm. oh is that like a character flaw on my end is that like a problem with yeah. me that like yeah. am I not into it like why am I not like and I was just able to say well in 80% of like traditional heterosexual relationships the male does initiate more but in 20% it is common that the woman has a higher sex drive and initiates more and it looked like the relief that he's like yep. oh Oh, what? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. No, it's just different. Yeah, it's not even that different. <laughs> it really, it really isn't it's okay. But there's no conversations about it, so everything feels dirty and dark and right. nefarious. And well, and it's also this idea that like women are the prey, and like men are supposed to be initiating, and like. Women aren't supposed to be into it as much. It's like just a very weird, gross, misogynistic when thing. When I was like younger and like still in physically developing, developing and such, I remember not even it never occurred to me that sexual that like sex could be pleasurable for the woman. Right. Like my literal thought process was like, oh yeah, like you have sex and the man comes. Right. Like my actual thought process of how right. sex worked as a mm -hmm. young child. Well, but then we have this like swing the other direction in a lot of these romance novels where it's like, he barely touched my clit and I came like, oh, he breathed. Okay. Yeah. He breathed on my vagina <laughs> and it was dripping. I came harder than I've ever come in my life. And so and it's I've like never this... And I've never been with a partner before. And you're right. like, that's not how this works. I've never seen a penis. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? Yes. So that's part of why I 
this book stood out to me and why I remembered it is like this scene specifically because he goes through all the things. Um, And so, and as noted in the book, she is like very aroused. Yeah. He's being very clinical and he's like, we just need to get through this list. Yes or no on this. Yes or no on that. And she's like. Oh my god. She's like, like, are we doing this? She's like, like these things are all options? What? Right. Literally. Yeah. So um he tells her it's it yes. It can be sir. hot to talk about consent is the only yes. point. Yes. Consent is sexy. So um he's like, Yes, sir, when we're in this room or you'll be punished. And she's like, Oh no, I liked that. Like, okay, yeah. all right. So he puts her on the stage in a spotlight. There's nobody there, but mm-hmm. he puts her up there. Um, and tells her to strip. He's teasing her. Um, she's like shaking. She's so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, she's like, I haven't been this excited since I hooked up with my ex girlfriend a few years ago. This is fucking awesome. Like, excited. So um, he tells her that he's going to make her come and then take her upstairs to change the bandages on her feet. And if she's a good girl, she'll get to come again. Um, she's like, yes, please. <laughs> I also just love the sexual confidence in these books. Uh, right. When, like, especially with that stat of like, yeah, most, most straight women are not orgasming consistently. And all of these books are like, I will make you come five times tonight or I have not done, done my job properly. And I know how to make that happen. And I'm like. With a swiftness. <laughs> Like, with a swiftness, I will make I that happen. <laughs> that orgasm for you. Like, Ooh. you're like, what? Right. Like, mm. like the confidence to just be like, yeah. I'm going to make you come multiple times. What books are you reading, my guy? Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're back to Hades. He really is, like, super turned on, but he's, like, keeping it locked down. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's all kinds of stuff about um, he's talking to her about what it's going to be like when they have an audience that, you know, they're all going to want her. And he's like, do you think I should share you? And she's like, I don't know that I'm into that. And he's like, good. Good because you're either. mine and I won't. He's like, they can look and be jealous, but they can't touch. One of those. Um, yeah. So then my notes say he finger bangs her to completion. We love that for her. Then he realizes, like, I need to step away from her. Like, this is a lot. Like, I'm really Mm. excited. So, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, He basically, his whole thing is he keeps his territory and his people in the lower city safe because people think he's, like, the baddest motherfucker. And so he says, um, I can't appear to be led around by the cock by a girl from the upper city. Like, can't happen. Can't be so, pussy whipped out here. Nope. So he's like, lock it'll it break down. our political system. Literally, like the fabric of Olympus will crumble. So, um, he continues to like take care of her. He takes her upstairs, um, to redress her feet. Um, and um, she's like, well, we should definitely fuck before we fuck in front of people, right? Like we should. We should get that out Just making way. sure. We, like, should, we should test that one out, too. Just to be clear, you know. Um, and um, he is, like, giving her a hard time about not taking care of herself and all this other shit. Um, 
And he tells her that if she can't be trusted to care for her body, then he will do it for her, which she does not like. Mm. She's like, it's my body, so maybe calm down. He's like, nope, the next three months it's mine. You agreed. Sorry, not sorry. No take backs. And he's like realizing he's never kept a submissive like this before. And he's like, Mm. am I supposed to be feeling like this? Like, I don't know. So he's a little conflicted. So um, he goes to leave. We're back to Persephone's point of view. She's like, you owe me another orgasm. (laughs) Um, Don't forget. Have a good night. Yeah. She's like, excuse me. You promised. Um, She's definitely a brat. She just wants to – he's like, what do you really want? And she's like, to misbehave is what I want because she's Mm -hmm. always been like the perfect good little girl. Mm -hmm. Um, So he – he tells her to rub one out in front of him. So he does that. He touches himself at the same time. Um, and then he she's, like, begging him to touch her. And so he just, like, rubs her with his dick. I don't know why I did that hand motion. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but, like, there's just no penetration. There's sexual contact and no penetration. But they both come. Well, initially when you said rub her and had those hand motions, I thought, like, she was getting a post-orgasm massage. <laughs> and then no. – Because you used both hands for the hand motion. And then you said with his dick. And I was, like, logistically <laughs> curious. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. There's good aftercare. She's like, I'm not into cuddling. He, like, pulls her into his lap. And he's like, this isn't cuddling. This is mm. aftercare, right? Mm. Um, and so they have a sweet moment and it's nice. So then Hades <laughs> leaves. We're back to him. Hermes is there. Um, and she has a message from Demeter. So when Hermes brings a message, it comes out in the voice of the person who sends the message. Right? Okay. So she opens her mouth. I had been wondering how the message yeah. worked. Demeter's voice comes out of Hermes's mouth, which okay. sounds disturbing so um she says that at least if you know that it's going to happen right would maybe be a little less disturbing but if you don't know that hermes is about to like open their mouth and it's going to be another deeply concerning yeah yeah unsettling so um demeter says she's gonna cut off the food supply to his people if she doesn't give or if he doesn't give persephone back Mm. so um he's pissed um and he knows that he's not going to do that. Um, and also his people have been preparing for something like this for quite some time because of the tension between him and Zeus. So he's like, we got it. Not worried. It's all good. Yeah, like she can take her food supply away and we will still be okay. We right. have been – we knew this was coming at some point. Didn't know what the catalyst would be. Right. So he keeps thinking like I am not ever giving her back. mm even if this is temporary and she leaves me, she will be happy and it will be her choice. I'm not giving her back. Like, I don't care about the consequences. So. He just seems like a kind, gruff, misunderstood. Yeah. Team. He's got a little bit of, like, Beast from Beauty and the Beast energy. I thought that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he takes her shopping. They go through. All through the lower city, he's, like, showing her around. There's lots of history. The upper city has essentially erased their history. Like, it's all new and, like, they tore down historical buildings and things like that. And the lower city is much more, like, rich in that area. So she's loving it. 
They have a, a special bonding moment where he takes her to his favorite place in the city. Um, and then as they go to leave, she almost faints because she hasn't been eating. So um, Is there a reason that she hasn't been eating? She's stressed. She's one of those that like when she gets stressed, she can't eat. Okay. Um, So it's not like a, like, intentionally not taking care of herself. Nah, she just has a hard time eating full meals when she's really stressed. I understand that. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes her back to the house. He, My notes say he's big mad. Um, And he gets a bunch of takeout for her. Um, She's, like, annoyed with him, but also kind of likes that he's taking care of her. So, um... They're in his room. She falls asleep, and he's, again, just really mad that because also part of this is she's ignoring her body's cues about her hunger, about her fatigue, about her pain, and he's like, I can't trust her in a scene to tell me what's actually going on with her. Mm. Like, if I can't trust her to take care of herself on a day-to-day basis, how can I trust her to be honest with me? Like, when we're in the middle of something that could actually hurt her if she doesn't tell me. You know. Valid. Valid concern. Yep. Um, so, she wakes up later. He's like, get dressed. He puts it out, like, this um, Princess Leia-esque situation. Like the gold bikini? Yes. Okay. Gold bikini situation. And he's, like, in a full black suit. And they go down to the playroom. And there's a ton of people there. Mm. And um, he is realizing he just really likes her. Like, she's bratty and fun and smart. And he's like, Keeps oh, on no. his toes. And, yeah. yeah. He's like, balls. <laughs> Shit. So. Dude, this wasn't supposed to happen. He's like, she's not mine. Like, she has, he has to keep reminding himself, like, this is temporary. Mm. Like. She really isn't his to take care of, even though his instincts are to protect her. So they go down to the playroom, and it's obvious that she's really nervous. So this whole setup was very intentional. So she is dressed like essentially Princess Leia as a slave at that mm-hmm. one point in the movie. It's very intentional to, like, send this message. So they go in. Everyone is staring. Um, but he tells her, like, we're not going to go on stage tonight. Like, that mm-hmm. had been his original plan, but seeing but how, nervous, how nervous she was, he was like, we're just going to essentially, like, fuck over here. Like, in this throne, people want to watch, that's cool, but we're not going to get on the stage. So, um, he organized a different show as, like, a pre-show anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's, like, a naked woman that there's a lot of detail about that she's very full-figured and, like, whatever mm-hmm. um and a, a man comes out ties her up she gets super turned on haiti starts fingering her in front of everybody um and clearly no one's watching the stage <laughs> like everybody knows who she is everybody knows who he is and they're all like oh fuck so oh, okay. um they bang um he and pulls out watch. a condom yep he pulls out a condom they bang um he turns her around to face the room so that there is no question that she's super into it. Like, he's Mm -hmm. not forcing anything. Like, this is – all of it is very much a show. Uh Uh-huh. Very consensual. Yep, very consensual. She's here of her own accord. Yep. So then he pulls out, but he didn't come. Like, she came, but he didn't. Um, And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, 
I'm not done with you yet and I don't want to do that in here. So, so hmm, fair enough. He's super excited and then he's like, what's this funny feeling in my chest? And that's like through the whole book. Love. There's like, why is my heart all squeezy? Like, what's that? Like, okay. Um, is someone going to eventually go, that feeling? It's love. I mean, he does eventually. He does? Yeah. I was hoping he was um, Hermes. So there's like a whole bunch of political shit that's happening in this playroom scene with like people from the upper city seeing them. Um, and So there's a lot of people from the upper city in his basement. Yeah. So like it is the best kept secret that Hades is alive. Like mm-hmm. it – well, the worst kept secret really. Like that he's there thriving. Having sex parties. <laughs> like, everybody in the upper city apparently knows this. Clearly not desolate. No. Or dead. Or dead. No. Yeah, very much alive. Everybody's doing great. So, um, uh, they're like, Hermes is warning him, like, this could cause a, a war. Like, this is really serious. And then Hades all of a sudden starts to realize, like, Persephone's sisters are unprotected in the upper city. Mm. He's like, oh, fuck. I really should have thought of that. That's not ideal. So he's, like, trying to have his spies, like, Mm -hmm. keep an eye on them and watch them. And This is um, what he's thinking about while he's fucking her? No, this is after. This is after he's pulled out and he's, like, still hard having a conversation. Yeah, I guess in my head... He was, was still inside her. Well, I didn't think he was still inside her. But when he said, I'm not done with you, I thought, like, the scene was continuing where, like, they were going to go up to his – like – It did seem that yeah. way, but that's not and what happened. so then when he starts talking, I was like, wait, what? We're like, still playing political like, mind games. he didn't nut, but suddenly goes, I realize her sisters are unprotected. They're not safe, you guys. <laughs> so – um. Then he decides, like, yeah, I've waited long enough. I'm ready to go. Thanks. Bye. And so he carries her out. And then he realizes, like, he's not carrying her because of her feet. He just likes to carry her. We so knew. We knew. It's like, aw, welcome. So um, he finally tells her about the threat her mom made to his people. And she's like, I'll go back. Like, Aww, I'll go back. Yeah. Um. And he's like, no, no, we got it. They make out. He turns out the lights. And she's like, but I want to I wanna see you. Like, I want to touch you. Mm. And he's like, hmm, no. Like, he does eventually let her touch him, but he doesn't want her to see him. The scars. Right. Okay. Classically. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, he does, like, prevent her from touching him, but eventually they go all in. She puts another condom on him. They have a solidifying fuck. And she asks him to stay with her. Um, even though she's in his bed, he's like, babe, where'd you think I was going to go? <laughs> like, it's litter. Yes, I'll stay with you. Like, <laughs> Well, since you asked nicely. Right. Um, and not because it's my bed. Exactly. So he holds her. He's thinking about how it's really going to suck when she leaves, but mm-hmm. he's really grateful to have her now. Um, and it's, she's really determined to make the most of their time. She's like, we're going to milk this just for everything. So. But but still with the three month. 
timeline right. in mind. She's going. Because the other thing is, if she doesn't go, then her mom will never lift this ban on the food. Like, mm. it's not just that after three months she gets to leave, but it's like there will be far-reaching consequences if she chooses to stay with him. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, he has never let anybody touch his scars before. Um, and, you know, previous lovers have been, like, disgusted by him mm-hmm. because of it. And he mentions, like, male lovers, too. It's just, like, casually, like, P.S., he's a five on the Kinsey scale. Like, throughout the book for both of them, um, which is interesting. But um, he keeps reminding himself this is temporary. And then he gets a text that there's a mandatory meeting of the 13 via Zoom, I guess. <laughs> so, um... The 13, minus Hera, because she's dead, get on the meeting. Zeus is demanding Persephone back. Her mom gets all indignant um, and like, you will give my daughter back. And he's like, I'm sorry. The daughter that you sold to the wife murderer, that daughter, I don't think I'll be doing that. Like... The daughter that you so clearly cared about that you sacrificed her for your own political purposes? The deep love and affection you have for for that daughter? No. We won't be doing that. So then um, he's like, you can't actually be concerned. Mm. Like, come on. Like, Zeus, you'd never really talk to the girl. You proposed to a rando for a political deal. You sold your daughter. How mad can y'all be that, that I have her? Right. Like, I don't think this is about Persephone. Like, let's be real. So, um, he, she comes up behind him, wrapped in his sheets. Like, there's description of the beard burn and hickeys all over her. And she leans down into the camera and is like, I'm very happy here. Thank you. And, like, hangs up on the 13. And <gasps> Hades is like, babe. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like, not even I would. <laughs> like, Okay, somebody woke up spicy. Like, okay. So um, she gives him a hummer. <laughs> he's super into it. Um, and he's, like, really into making her cry while she does it. But she's also into that. And so they have, like, a whole system for if he goes too far, if he hurts her, obviously. You know, and as long as there's a system and it works for both yeah, of them. Yeah, we're into it. Um, and then... um. He's just having a lot of feelings. He's just having a lot, a lot of feelings that he's trying not to acknowledge. Um, So then he gives her a cell phone that is not tapped Mm. so that she can communicate with her sisters. Um, So she calls them. She tells them everything that's going on. They continue to encourage her. She's still feeling really guilty. Mm -hmm. Um, They're being followed um, by, they're pretty sure, Zeus's men. And so... They are concerned that Zeus is going to try to do something to one of them to, like, lure her back across the bridge. And they're like, listen, no matter what happens, do not come back here. Like, do not come for us. We will be okay. But she's, like, freaking out. Foreshadowing? Very much so. So, um... Hades, they're, like, living life. Like, he comes in and sees her all curled up after he's had a really long, hard day. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I really like seeing her here. Yeah, this is so nice to come home to someone. 
Um, so he decides to take her out. They explore more of the city. They have a great time. Um, she sees how much he really loves his people and like spending mm-hmm. time with them, which is very different than the 13 in the upper city. It's very much like we're the elite kind of deal. Um, but he's like eating from what amounts to a food truck. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's having a good time and he knows the owner of the food truck. Like, yeah. you know. Um, and so she moves into his room. Um, and um Apparently, he has this thing where he has to check all the doors and windows before he can go to bed. That's, like, left over from the trauma of the fire when he was younger. And um, he – she doesn't make him feel bad about it. She's just, like – she, like, reminds him. She's, like, did you check the doors and windows? Because she knows he won't sleep mm-hmm. if he doesn't. And he's, like, well, I'm fucked. Like, super. She's thoughtful and Very kind much. and looks – so warm and cuddly. Yeah. Aww. She's just real cute. Yeah. Um, I love this for him. Yes. So it's very sweet. So then um, it's been about a week. Um, they've been banging. Persephone confesses that she really wants to be on the stage um, with Hades. Um, they bang again because they get turned on talking about it. And he's like... Uh, I'll do whatever you want. Like, next sex party. Let's have another party. Yeah. Bet. Got you, girl. Say Uh, less. And then um, he finally lets her see him naked, which Mm. is a huge moment for him. Um, He starts to get really worried that Zeus hasn't done anything. He's like, I'm concerned that he's too quiet. Yeah, it's been like two weeks. Like, where are you at, man? Like, I don't like it. So, um, he finally realizes all the squeezy feelings are love. He's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, so he's reminding himself it's temporary. I have to let her go. All that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, she wakes up and asks him about going without a condom. Because before this, it's been every single time, very clear and descriptive. Condoms are used. She says she has an IUD and she's clean mm-hmm. and he gets really excited that she trusts him so much um so they have more sex um and so again they go out they're having a great time she asks asks to stop at a pet store and he's like sure we can stop at the pet store like literally whatever you want what does he think is going to happen when you stop at a pet store with yes you're correct Yeah. So they go in and um, they have three puppies that were abandoned and she like gets on the ground and starts playing with them. And the owner of the shop, which of course, Haiti knows the owner, he donates to them all the time to help with like strays and stuff, um, is like, I've been trying to get this one to get a dog. And she's like, Hades, you have to, but you can't separate them. We need all three. (laughs) I see. I see the the nod there as well. Yeah. Look at us go. Yeah. How and big are the dogs? They will be big. Right now they're puppies, but their paws are massive. And of course, the biggest one he named Cerberus. Um, so um she like internally, she's really worried about him being alone when she leaves because his house is all big and empty. And she's like Is that part of why she wanted to get him pets? So yeah. that he wouldn't be alone. Yeah, because she's worried about him. 
She's like, he likes to take care of things. He likes to take care of people. And like, if I'm not here, he'll have them to take care of. So, um, with your inability to care for yourself, he might have them to care for even if you are here. mm -hmm. Just for the record. Just a thought. So then, um, she just wants him to be loved and to like be able to love. And so he, he decides he'll take all three. Um, and he says, these are our dogs. And she's like, no, no, Hades, these are your dogs. And he's like, no, you don't understand. These are our dogs. So he insists that she named two of them. Um, and then, like, on their way back, she's like, oh, so they're going to deliver the, um, like, supplies mm-hmm. and we'll walk home. And then she's like, oh, my God, I think of his house as home. This is not good. Yeah. Like, this is not good because I got to go. Um, so she's very concerned about, like, the trouble that she's going to make for everybody. Um, but she doesn't see another option. Mm-hmm. So, um, they have a very heartfelt moment where they both basically say, like, if we were different people, like, I would want you to stay. Like, I would ask you to stay mm, if the, we were the different people. The conversation of, we really wish the timing were different here right. and we're both bummed. Right. That there's um, a clock. And she's like, if we were different people, you wouldn't have to ask me to stay. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's a very sweet moment where it's like... We both want it, – it reminded me of the end of Shit's Creek with Alexis <laughs> and Ted. I'm not going to lie. I never actually finished Shit's Creek. Oh, no. Spoilers. Which I'm not upset about. Like, we – it's one of those shows that, like, we, like, would casually passively yeah. put on. And I think, like, I got through, like, two seasons and then we started watching something else. And I always mean to go back to it. Yeah. It's but, excellent. Right? Everyone loves it. Yeah. It's really funny um, and wholesome. Uh, but that's the energy is like, we love each other. Like we want to be with each other and circumstances outside of our control mean that that like love is not enough. So, um, (laughs) she has been talking up them having sex on stage and later that night they go down to the playroom and she Loki is starting to panic and he's like, he notices, and he's like, I changed my mind. I don't want to have sex with you on stage. <laughs> and she's like, thank you, sweetheart. Like, that's really sweet. Um, I see you changing your mind because you see that I'm nervous. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's really thoughtful. He's very thoughtful and sweet. And so she's like, I just need to work up to it. So she gives him a blowjob in front of everyone, but they're still, like, in the shadows. And then he – um. He makes it look like he's really forcing her. Like, he's grabbing her hair and, like, all Mm. this other stuff. Um, But he's not. It's all for show. And um, so then he feels gross about it because this is what they're into and he would be doing that anyway. Mm -hmm. But he sees people thinking he's really using her Mm -hmm. um, and hurting her. And he's, like, less sexy now yeah you know so listen to it when people think that you're actually being harmed exactly but she notices that he's like kind of distracted and like brings Mm -hmm. him back to the moment and um all he can think about is how much he loves her but he can't have her Mm -hmm. so then um he 
pulls her into the throne after he finishes and sets her in the throne and he gets on his knees, which is like a really big deal. And he eats her out. And she's super confused and like, what is happening? Oh, in my notes, I forgot I did this. I did this for you. He gives her a (laughs) blowjob. Oh, that was so thoughtful. Thank you for doing that for me. He gave her a blowjob? He gave her a (laughs) blowjob. Literally, it says he gives her a BJ, which is obviously amazing. If Rihanna can say it, we can say it. Amen. (laughs) That's not true at all, for the record. No. No, please do not quote me on that. There's a lot that she can say that we can't say for a variety of reasons. Mm-mm. But in this case, we will quote the great Rihanna. In this case, we can. So, um, he after she finishes, he tells the whole room that she is his and he is hers. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, uh, and so she knows they've talked about this in like a like a roundabout way. But this has nothing to do with revenge on Zeus. So, like, in private, they've talked about their feelings. Like, we really do actually care for each other. But everything in the playroom is supposed to be directly pointed at Zeus. And this wasn't. And she's like, ooh. Okay. Um, So, uh, he takes her back up to his bedroom. He's really clearly very, very upset. Um, And he tells her that he won't ask her to stay um, because he knows it's not possible, but this really sucks. Like, it's really, really going to hurt. And so they go into a frenzy, like, ripping each other's clothes off. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, he – they're talking about, like, in the future, he – he's, like – mid-stroke he's like in the future when you're with someone else when you find someone else um I want you to remember that no one will ever be like I am with you um and to think of me when you're with someone else and she's like please don't be cruel like that's that was fucked and he's like you don't you don't understand like you have ruined me and I am just returning the favor and she's really upset about it. And so he feels awful afterwards. Like, he realizes he went way too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, I mean, I'm not sorry. Everything you said is true. It just hurts, you know? Yeah. So um, there's lots of concern about his people suffering because he mm-hmm. still has her. So her phone starts has, ringing. Has her mom turned off the food at this point? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not like total blackout, but really close to it. But he has a like a side deal with Poseidon's second. Okay. So they still are getting supplies that mm-hmm. are coming through like the docks, mm-hmm. but the land locked mm-hmm. stuff they aren't getting. Okay. So um, Persephone's phone starts ringing. It's her younger sister Eurydice. She's being followed. She's really freaking out. Um, her boyfriend was supposed to meet her and he didn't show. So they're pretty sure that he set her up. 
Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a musician and like later they find out – this isn't really relevant, but it's pretty fucked up. Later they find out when he was supposed to be meeting her at the bar and she then is subsequently pulling a Persephone running through the streets of Mm -hmm. Olympus away from these men. He's like posting pictures on social media of him with other women. Like super gross. So even if he didn't set her up, he's a dick. Yes. So, um, Persephone's on the phone with her and she's just like, get to the bridge, get to the river, mm-hmm. like just get to the bridge. And so, um, the man that's following her seems to be hurting her there anyway. Um, mm. apparently this is Zeus's MO. He like wants people to have a taste of like that they might be able to get away and then like snatching it back. Like he gets off on that yeah. like power trip. So, um, when they get to the bridge, when Persephone and Hades get to the bridge to meet her, um, they see that Eurydice is very clearly injured and a man comes up and pulls a knife and it ha- like has her and is like actively harming her. And so Hades is like, you know what? Fuck it. And he crosses the bridge. Um, because Does the same skin peely thing happened to him? No. Okay. Um, a little bit, but like not as bad. Okay. But um, he's like, well, just gonna cause De- a war. Destroying the treaty, causing a war. Right. Because yeah. Persephone is trying to cross back over and one of his men is holding her back, and he's like, She will never ever forgive me, and I might not forgive myself if this man kills her sister in front of her. And like we could have stopped it. So he shoots the guy in the arm um, and then just beats the ever-loving shit out of him before carrying Eurydice back over. Mm-hmm. Um, and back at the house, Persephone is obviously really thankful. Um, they've taken care of Eurydice's injuries and she's playing with the puppies. And like just watching them yeah. together playing with the puppies, he's like, no regrets. Like, yeah. I did what was right. So, but also, what's the fallout? Real bad. Okay. Yeah. So he tells her to update her other sisters. Like mm-hmm. they need to also be on alert. Yes. Um. And uh. Yeah. Persephone's like, I need to stay with her. You know. Mm-hmm. Hades is super supportive. He's like, you do whatever you need to do. Um. And. Persephone is starting to realize her desire to leave Olympus is selfish and really naive. Like, Mm. to believe that she could just run and it not cause her sister's harm and now Hades' harm was fucking foolish. Mm -hmm. And so she feels awful about it. Um, And she decides that she is going to fight because she doesn't want Hades or her sister, her sisters or any of the lower city to suffer. Because of. Right. Yeah. So she's like, well, I guess it's time to fuck Zeus up. Hell um, yeah. Yep. So. Um, Zeus deserves it. He really does. Not just in this book. But just, just generally, general. he's the fucking worst. So, um, yeah, lots of stuff happens. He starts trying to organize his people um, to prepare for the retaliation from Zeus. Mm-hmm. Hermes shows up with a message um, 
from Zeus that says, return both girls in 13 hours or you will be annihilated. And Hermes is really sad because she's part of the 13, Mm. which means technically because Hades broke the treaty, she has to side with the rest of the 13 Mm. against him. And she's like clearly really conflicted about it. So um, she's like, I can't do anything to stop this, Hades. Like, you did this. Yeah. So. um, Which he knows. He did. He knew. He knew from the jump. And he chose He chose to do it anyway. Um, he's determined to protect Persephone and his people no matter what the cost is to himself. So then Hermes goes to Persephone. And she has a message from, from Zeus for Persephone, which is return And maybe I won't go to war with Hades. And she's like, okay. Like, yes, you will. Yeah. You mean this threat that you're just going to hold over me for, like. Forever? Forever. Yeah. Well, and he's been looking for a reason to destroy him his entire life. Hades doesn't know why Zeus hates him so much. Mm. We never find out. But he fucking does. And so he's just been, Zeus has just been looking for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but he couldn't because of the treaty. So um, she, Persephone sends a message back to her mother, but we don't know what the message is. Okay. We just know that she's like, Hermes, I need you to get a message to my mom. That's all we know. So she's realizing that she loves Hades and she has to protect him. So... Hermes shows up a couple hours later with a message from her mom, and mom just says, you have a deal. We don't know what the deal is, but we have a deal. So she goes with Hermes. So she leaves Eurydice at Hades' house, Mm -hmm. and she goes with Hermes, who takes her to Zeus's building. And um, there is a party going on, because there's always a party going on. he gets kind of gross grabbing onto her and telling her that she's been bad. Zeus? hmm Okay. And she just, like, leans into it because she knows pictures are being taken. And so she, like, puts on her fake smile. Does Hades know about her plan or what's happening right now? No, because she was staying with her sister that night. Okay. Like, in the room with her sister. Does he know she's gone? No. Oh, fuck. He has no idea. Yeah. Oh, that's big yikes, big yikes. He's not going to respond well to that. And he doesn't. So um, she goes to her mom's and her mom tries to pretend that she's been protecting her and that she had had a plan for Zeus if she married him. Um, But to keep her from being killed? Yeah. Basically, it was like low key poison, but not enough to kill him. Enough to keep him alive so that they would have power over the 13 and his heir wouldn't take over, but not so much to actually kill him. Just incapacitate him. Correct. Yeah. Um, But now her mom's like, well, but now he's a problem. So we're just going to take care of that little issue. Her mom is a piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. We also find out her mom has been married four times. So all of her sisters are are biological half-sisters. And every single one of the marriages was just like a power move. <laughs> like It's like watching The Little Mermaid. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, Persephone makes a deal that Hades will be seen with her mom at six events throughout the year to make it look like they're allies. 
So he doesn't actually have to back her on anything. He just has to look like he's backing her on stuff because that's going to bolster her power. Mm. Um, and Persephone knows she can never leave Olympus now because she has promised her mom that she's going to get Hades to like agree to this stuff. Mm-hmm. But she can't risk him. Um, and she's like, hopefully he'll forgive me and we can be together. So Hades realizes she's gone, seriously upset. He doesn't know what to do. He finds a note that says that she loves him and she's going to fix everything. And he's like, the fuck does that mean? Like, he's like, no, 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 no. Don't go fixing shit. Time out. Rewind. Because he's like, fixing things is you going to a party with Zeus? <laughs> ah, like, I don't like this plan. So, um... He knows, though, that she must actually truly love and trust him because she left her sister with him to protect mm. her. So he's like, okay, so that's not bullshit, yes. but, like, yikes. But I don't like not being included in the plan. Yeah. Big yikes don't like it. Um, So he takes off to try to get her back, and Hermes shows up, and he, he's like, what are you doing here? Are you here to kill me now? Like, aren't we at war? And she's like... I love that you think that. I'm here to give you a ride. Get in. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so he gets in and Hermes is like, hey, so um, uh, here's a message from Demeter. You have the support of more than half of the 13. Here's a gun. Good luck. <laughs> so Persephone organized an entire alliance against Zeus with her mother so that to give Hades an opening to go kill him. So Hades is like, well, okay then. Well, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Correct. He's like, Loki, I've been planning this for years. I have questions about that saying as well, but that is also a conversation for another time. I think I know. Oh, awesome. I do you want me to tell you now? Actually, if you know, yeah. So from my understanding. Okay which could be wrong, is that um, part of, like, buying horses back in the day, and maybe today, I don't know anything about horses really, is you want to check their teeth, and that's you get a good understanding of their health based on their teeth. Huh. But if somebody gives you a horse, it would be incredibly rude to look at, to their... Look at their teeth. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Very helpful. I've learned... So this podcast, we need to recategorize it. It's fucking educational. The more you know. <laughs> Can we get honestly, the reading rainbow guy to come in? Honestly, with- what it is is that between you and your knowledge of general pop culture and me and my knowledge of just random bullshit that's not necessary to anything, we are a trivia juggernaut. We do. It's true. So anyway. Um, we should also bring my husband on to our trivia team because mm. what I've noticed, Vance and I have very different approaches to things, especially right. when it comes to trivia. Vance is like, there's nothing I can't figure out if you, like, give me enough time. So he'll get real, like, I can just, like, process of elimination my way right. to the correct I'm logic trivia it. answer. Yes. Right. And that is not me. I know the fact or I don't. I don't sit, th- like, that is just not how my brain works. So mm-hmm. when we play trivia together... I hear the question and I'm either like, I know this answer 
or I don't know this answer. And Vance is like, give me a few minutes. We'll get there. And I'm like, <laughs> the that fuck do you mean? Like, like, like a, a perfect example of your whole relationship, though. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where you're like, I've got it. Or, oh, fuck. And Vance is like, we'll get there. <laughs> the man's life motto is, why worry twice? There you go. Like, 1,000%. I so. like that. Okay. So, so back into... Hades has a gun and the yeah. blessing to fuck Take him shit out. up. Yep. So um, he gets to Zeus's office mm-hmm. and um, he hears sex sounds from the bathroom and he's like, oh, fuck. Like, if he's hurting Persephone, mm. oh, fuck. Like, I'll never forgive myself. He starts to freak out. But then he listens and he's like, that's not her. That's not her. That's not her. So he hides and he waits. The girl leaves Mm -hmm. and Zeus comes out and then Hades confronts him. Um, My notes say, fight scene. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. It tells me all I need to know. Yeah. So Hades, in the midst of this, decides that he can't kill Zeus because that would just make him just as bad as him. Mm. Um, The window shadows shatters at some point during the fight. And he tries to get Zeus to stop. He's like, listen, man, <laughs> like, yeah. maybe we shouldn't. And Zeus won't listen and then just falls out of the window. Like, takes a wild punch mm. because he's so, like, amped and ragey. Adrenaline. And- he doesn't realize the window has shattered and he falls out of it. So Hades doesn't push him. Hades does not push him. Hades, in fact, yeah, tries to catch like, him. It's like, oh. But okay. he misses. Mm. Um, and so um, Hades is like, well, <laughs> oops. <laughs> so he goes to leave. Demeter, Persephone's mom, is waiting outside the office. And she's like, don't worry. I'll clean up. And, like, puts gloves on. And he's like, her mom is both terrifying and kind of inspirational yeah yeah like yeah i never want to go up against her no but you want her on your team right yeah like i feel like i would like to get to know her but i wouldn't want to have a relationship with her touche you know what i mean i want to meet her at a dinner party (laughs) (laughs) right yes 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 Yes. um so i want to play trivia with her (laughs) um so he goes home he's super depressed because he's like well now persephone is safe and she can be free like i gotta let her go so he's really depressed because she didn't put in the letter that she left him that she wanted to stay with him and that's why she's doing this yeah right i mean she said she was going to fix everything for everyone which Come on, Hades. Believe in yourself, man. You've had a lot of conversations about your love for each other. But we didn't get there. So that one sentence was missing from the letter. Right. So Persephone's mom um, comes back and sends her back to Hades and tells her um, that they both need to be at the press conference about Zeus's death. That's That's Hades' first public appearance with me for the year. Go deal with that. And Persephone is like... 
coming up with a whole plan of like how I'm going to convince him that this is a good idea and that he wants to be with me and that six events a year is not that bad. And hopefully he won't be mad. And she's like going through this whole thing. And, um, so she's so grateful. Yeah. He's just so excited. He's like, she's like, so I made a deal with my mom and he's like, sounds good. And she's like, do you want to know the deal? And he's like, you're here. Don't, don't really I don't care. Give a shit. He's like, don't really care. Uh, so they go to the press conference. It's really sweet and wonderful because she like deflects from him because everybody's like, Hades is real. And she's like, don't worry about it. Like, look how cute I am. Like, <laughs> um, so he asks her to move in with him. All the declarations of love. So then we get to the epilogue. Okay. And they are super in love. Everything's going great. They do a, finally, they do a full scene on stage. Oh. Um, in the sex dungeon. And everyone is happy. The end. That's what my notes say. You know? Yeah. All right. To your point from earlier, there were some plot holes as far as just like suspending belief about them. Yeah. Which, to Katie Roberts' credit, I do imagine that's like, a delicate balance in our retelling, mm-hmm. right? I appreciate even the nod with the six events. Right. Um, and pomegranate as mm-hmm. our safe word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So are, are pomegranates? Yeah. Let's do pomegranates. Is there anything else that we would throw? Puppies. Puppies. <laughs> but I, a half a puppy feels wrong. Oh, so no. So we'll just do. No, only whole puppies are allowed here. Half a pomegranate is fine, though. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how many ounces of pomegranate juice? <laughs> how many pomegranate seeds? There's six out of six. I got into a debate one time with, um, like, my parents were, like, having a dinner party with some of their friends, and they, like, had their kids over who were, like, my – also, like, when I say my age, I was, like, a freshman in college. We were mm. not, like, children. Right. And I was debating how many pomegranate seeds. It was per- six. Yeah, it was Fucking A, it was six. I'm still pissed about this. <laughs> this is so spicy. <laughs> You're like, wow. No. This, I don't even remember the kid's name. He was like, he was 13, but he had a genius IQ and was like a Mensa member oh, was their son. No. And he was like, it was three. I'm a Mensa member. And his sisters were like, you can't just use that as your argument for why you're right. And I was like, I've taken actual, like I took a whole Greek mythology class Yep. In college. Um, but he was like, no, it's three seeds. I'm a Mensa member. <laughs> I still remember that. And I'm so, a Mensa member. And so like, like, it's six. I'm like, fuck yeah, it was six. <laughs> I've been saying this since the early aughts. Aggressively. The late aughts. <laughs> the aughts. The aughts. Okay, pomegranate seeds. Pomegranate seeds. We're going to go out of six. Yep. Um, You know... I'm going to say four. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because it's a really enjoyable read, but I feel like we missed an opportunity with some of the world building Okay. of, like, an explanation for why is Olympus separate from the rest of the world? Where did these wards come from? You know, yeah. stuff that isn't really necessarily relevant to the story, but this is a series, so it follows other members of the okay. 13. I haven't read any of the other ones. I wonder if there's more world building, like if we get more explanation in future books. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if that happens or if it takes away from future stories that we don't know it. It might be totally irrelevant. Touche. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe a future character does end up at UC Berkeley. Maybe. Who can say? But I actually, I felt the same. Just listening to the reviews, like, I haven't read it, but I'm feeling, I was like, more than, like, average. Like, yeah. And not one where, like, it was one out of six, we should have burned Big it. Big yikes. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, but I was like, that seems really enjoyable. enjoyable. But yeah. also, some plot holes. Yeah. Okay. Four out of six. Yeah. Final offer. Um, Let us know what y'all think. What you would rate it. Mm-hmm. More or less. Would you do thrones instead of pomegranate seeds? If you tell us, you would rate it any any puppy parts. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> no puppy parts. No puppy parts, No please. puppy parts. <laughs> but um, if you recommend the second book, which I think is Electric Idol, um, let me know because I haven't read it, but I will yeah. if somebody tells me it's decent. Should Hannah keep reading the series? Yeah. Keep me posted. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks Bye, for listening. Smut Sluts. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's Smut Sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.